Hey, Ro. Hey, Jane. How's it going? Jane just... <laughs> Jane's drew her period and she said that she felt like the blueberry girl in Willy Wonka. Well, first I said the, one, the blueberry one from Back to the Future, but that's not what I meant at all. I'm like... My period's all over the gaff. I'm... I just... I'm so out of sorts. I'm off work this week and I don't know what to be doing with myself. I don't know where I'm coming or going. I'm so emotional. And I'm so sweaty and... She's warm. I'm just, I'm all over the shop. She's a blueberry girl. I feel like I'm like on the verge of like either crying or laughing at any second. You know what I mean? Like You I'm know, just a bit, you'll drop though and then all, you'll feel better. I know, but you know when you're just waiting? Yeah. You know when you're being mad, but then you're like, you know when you kind of have the realisation of like, wait, what time of the month is it? And it's kind of a relief. Yeah, because you're like, ah. You're like, ah, that's it. Yeah, but absolutely. now I'm just like, just go now. And is your Fitbit not telling your period's due or what's crack? Yeah, no, it is. And it's so I'm on a six week cycle. Oh. That's just my cycle. Lovely. After I've been tracking it for so long. So I'm on about seven, week seven now. At least you don't have to worry about being up the rough. Unless I want kids. Yes. <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> not right now. But a time will come where I'm like, fuck's sake. Well, I mean, at least you don't have to worry about being accidentally up the rough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like you're never, also, you're, as in you're never like you're not like it's a week late fuck yeah but <clears throat> like I also feel sometimes that like straight people like if you get pregnant and you weren't expecting it sometimes you don't want to go ahead with it but sometimes it's like oh well look I mean we were gonna eventually so we're yeah. gonna try in a while anyway might as well yeah. just go for it now I'll never have that kind of like kick up the arse to be like now's the time I to suck it up yeah so I have to make the choice. Yeah, like. which is re- yeah, because a lot of people are like we'll see what happens. Ah, it wouldn't be the worst thing, whatever. But yeah, it has to be so planned. Yeah. So it's, there's no like, oh well, look, I mean, accident. I was just yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, it wasn't planned at all. But then I'm like, well, we have an unprotected sex. Like you know, like <laughs> yeah. was it a was it like an, a complete like freak accident? Like did a condom break? Like, I'm like, what, what happened? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, what the heck did you think was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of times people are like, I ah, think we'll they see. just mean that they weren't actively trying. Yeah, but I think that's, uh, you know, I think that's something people say, but they actually are. Cop it. We're not actively trying, but probably pissing on ovulation sticks. <laughs> pissing on ovulation? What's that mean? So you can. To take... sell when you're ovulating? Um, yeah. But your my app tells me that. No, 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 that's not accurate, though. Oh, so this is more. So your app, here's the lesson in cycles, everybody. Go on, tell me. So your app tells you that you're likely, to, let's say if you have a 28-day cycle, like my app will tell me that I'm likely ovulating on day 14, but actually people have all mad different cycles. So you could ovulate on day 16, day 11, and it's different every cycle. It can vary every cycle. So these sticks, they d- detect something. So I it's never like, because I always just saw it as like the middle days in your period. It is usually like for most people it but would be. But it's not the same all the time, and it's not the same for everybody. Like some people could have shorter or longer. Like Mad. I had to, I had to use ovulation sticks with my for. I got fr- a free pack of them with my. Um, do you remember the app was the Natural Cycles app? I take my temperature. That crap. I know. I always see the ad for it. Do you? I know. get. To, I know your fucking audience. Like, well, it's really it's it's contraceptives. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, because I was going to say it could be used just to track your cycle. It's interesting, but no way. It's not worth it unless you no. use a contraceptive. Go on. But uh, anyway, so they tell you based on your temperature, you've ovulated or you haven't yet. But they make you use, well, they not make you, but they recommend you use, they give you ovulation sticks to take 
so that you can confirm it for the first few months so it gets to know better so you have to put it's a big rigmarole you have to get a little stick you have to put in your pee you see the lines oh faff it all sounds like a completely different world to me it is it was mad I that's can't. why I don't use the app anymore I'm like this is way too intense no um, not for me what's very cute is that Andrea just told me last night I don't know if I should say this on the podcast I'm sure I'm going to say it to me um, <laughs> it's like well you're going it's for about, it. about her mum but I'm sure her mum doesn't listen to the podcast nor would she be able to understand it if she did listen to it um, because she's Italian <clears throat> because she's Italian <laughs> I'm not saying like she's stupid <laughs> <laughs> um, she was saying she brought up for the first time the idea of maybe me and Andrea having kids someday Cute. but like I never some, I get this paranoia that I'm like oh, does she think that this is a real relationship or does she just like think that we're just like friends like housemates that yeah. and just knows it but puts it out. anyway but apparently she said to Andrea yesterday um are you, would you and Jane think of having kids oh. and they had a nice conversation about it but Andrea was like well it's not that easy also I think she's just like well, give me a fucking grandkid um, but she was very cute she was like I think Andrea said like something like seven grand or something and um, she was like well I'm helping your brother buy a house so like I mean a fucking damn straight I'll give you a bit of cash <laughs> towards a baby you know what I mean she's going to help you buy a house as well yeah, find well, a house in Dublin is driven to buy a house in Italy I'm no, sure in Italy it's like a tenner end of pizza like you know for a two bed <laughs> Milan it's fucking ridiculous that's cute um, though I think sometimes parents don't bring it up not because they not be, not out of like not caring obviously I think it's more so that they're like oh I don't want to put I don't want to I don't ask like you know don't pry, yeah. like it's very funny it's a big difference between my family and Dave's family not a big difference but just you know an interesting one that my parents have no problem asking me but Dave's mom like has never asked us do you think she just thinks that it's just not her place to I think she's very much like it's not my business she's just that type of person like very like you know it's great she's just like it's none of her business so That's she wouldn't lovely. ever ask anything like that which I think is I'm like I respect that a lot do you get a vibe though that she's like waiting for it no no I see don't. yeah my dad I don't think he's ever shown any interest in it <laughs> she'd love it like Dave has loads Dave has loads and well has three three nephews and a niece but she'd love it but yeah no I don't you wouldn't know though what goes on in people's heads yeah no you don't maybe she's just being sound who doesn't, doesn't want a grandkid I guess yeah I don't know I've never I never really got the whole grandkid thing. It's because we're not even parents yet. Yeah, no. How could we even leap that far? I don't know how I would even... I don't know. <laughs> but you know how grandparents fucking love their grandkid? I never, like... Well, it's because... My mom says it's great because you just get that whole baby thing again and it's not yours. So you don't have responsibility. You give them back. Yeah, but also, I guess there must be, like, an amazing feeling of, like, I made a person I know. who has now made a person. What's that mental thing that somebody once first told me when I was locked in a night out and I was like, what are you saying? But like your granny's egg, like your, what is it? Your daughter's eggs are in your, were in your granny. Sorry. What? <laughs> what? No, somebody must tell me this. What is that? And I, what? It was really weird. It was like your daughter. I'd say if I have a daughter. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I think about this. Oh God. Basically saying, came from my granny's eggs as in like because <laughs> like eggs within eggs within eggs yeah. I think. so like your granny's no, eggs i'm not explaining it's it right. not like a like eggs aren't like a like a gobstopper though like they're yeah, not like layered no there's something it was put very eloquently i'm not doing it right if anyone knows what i'm talking about please send me a message because this was I was like whoa my mind was blown and now I'm like what the fuck yeah it's not like it's not like it's a not Russian doll yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> granny yeah. mommy that's ridiculous uh, I don't know what to tell you I don't know what to say oh I don't know oh I don't know another thing that freaks me out about the eggs thing is like you're born with all the when you're born that's all of your eggs 
Yeah, we talked about this at Rosemary yeah. Cape. Yeah, and they slowly deplete. Freaky. Look, how can you fit that many eggs in? I've, I've <laughs> never had a desire to carry a child, so yeah. I, I think I'm very unique in that. I find it really hard to relate to that, but... Yeah, you don't give a fuck. Your eggs are falling out every month, every six weeks. You couldn't... But Andrea is very, like... Get my eggs frozen now. If, if nothing's happened, so I'm 35. Oh, God. Anyway, look across that bridge when you come across to it. Across that bridge when you come to it. Um, six week, anyway, six-week cycle. Six-week cycle, and I'm just, I'm just waiting for it, and I... I, I'm just going to have my rant now, okay? I'm just going to do it, my rant. Let's go. I'm just so upset because it's my week off work. I booked yeah. a week off work. It's lashing rain. All my plans have been cancelled for this week. Andrea comes back from Italy tomorrow. She was going to see her mum. And she comes back. And I'm very unclear about whether or not I need to self-isolate. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really doing anything. Um, and certainly no one really wants to do anything with me, which is fair enough. So I'm in this weird fucking limbo. I'm feeling sorry Hold for myself. On, you can hang out with Andrea. She can't leave the house. Oh, yeah. So she really can't leave the house? No. So she's tra- Okay, so she's proper quarantine. Yeah, she can't leave the house at all. God, what this weather? No, but next week, that's what this is what the fucking killer is. Next week is meant to be a scorcher. Oh, Jane. Like, from Sunday on for the next, like, 10 days, it's meant to be mad. Now, look, I can still go for cycles and stuff. Yeah. But the main thing that's pissing me off the most is that the government guidelines are so unclear. Yeah. I found several contradicting statements on the HSC website, like, literally saying, literally the words, people you live with do not need to self-isolate or restrict their movements to another part that says people you live with need to restrict their movements. You're joking. And stuff. Like, because I went on a mad one last night, like looking up everything. Yeah. It's fucking mad. So I'm just like, government, what the fuck's the story? They're all, I mean, it feels like everyone is just like, well, what do, what do you person, what does everyone personally think they should do? And it's all like, but see, what, yeah. And you said that, and that's dangerous. Oh, it I, shouldn't I, be oh, left I, to what you personally think is dangerous or not. It's like, there should be facts. I know. Of yeah. like, no, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Yeah, I agree. I that's know. what freaks me out the most. Yeah. It's almost like it's now, look, that now that it's not as bad, it's kind of a free for all in, in what, in people's personal judgments about situations. That's, and it shouldn't be up to people's personal that's judgments. That's even their message on the radio now. And in there, it's like, you know, please like use, use your own. On. Yeah. Use your, essentially use your own cup on, which I understand that they like, they probably mean like if you're walking to a busy bar or a shopping center or whatever like if you're not going to believe but like yeah it's very annoying Jane and it's annoying yeah I feel for you because yeah it's just you know when you have a week off and it's precious like those sweet annual leave days and I didn't even get a holiday it's Andrea yeah I think it's all Andrea's fault to be honest it's all Andrea's fault you should have just gone to Italy with her and then done the quarantine when you come back that would have been it was my dad's birthday over the weekend so and also yeah but also um, one of us had to stay with Lola because we're at a stage now where there's no catteries open and no one can come to your house and like house sit Oh, oh, look. But you know what? She look, got to see her mum. She hasn't seen her mum in like seven months. She wouldn't get another opportunity for another six months. It was a big deal. I get it. Suck it up. Be a good girlfriend. You'll just have a chill. It'll be just be a different type of annual leave. Yeah. And you're doing your period, Jane. It's all right. I know. I just I hate not doing things. I love doing things. I, I my know. whole week planned out. You're like me. Like a lot of people, you know, work like oh, just take an annual leave day and just like relax. And I'm like hold on to them like fucking. Smarties. Yeah, you need to use them. Like I, have I, I have them book. I have a trip booked in Ireland, so I've them saved for that. But I've loads left, and I'm like, I just. But I'm like you. I'm like, 
And I know I'd have a great time if I just relaxed and took a day off and chilled. But I'm like, oh, what'll I do, David? Are you free? Are you off? Are you working that day? Then I'm not going to take it. But see, I don't even mind that. It's just that, like, it's not about going away, but it's just when I literally, like, couldn't leave my house I today. know, but the weather's also, I'd be like, if you take a day off and it's torrential rain, that's shite as well. Like, that was today, yeah. So it's like, oh, this is shite. Anyway, look, look. look, grand scheme of things, like, Jesus, bigger than me and my wanting to do something with my week off. Like, yeah. So I just, that was my rant. Speaking of, that was actually a great segue. We're talking yeah. about FOMO. Yes, so how do we pick this topic? Did we do a call out or... Um, well, it's something that we've talked about a bit. In fact, I was convinced that we had already done an episode on FOMO. We so have. Have we? Surely. Because I, I almost remember writing the title of the episode FOMO at some point. But I went back through our episodes and we haven't. I literally remember. Anyway, yeah, who knows? Maybe it was more like comparison or something in tied into anyway. Comparison is Steve Joy. Yeah, we did an episode or a shy talking and a shy talk episode about the just being kind of confused and stressed at this time, and loads of people then started talking about the FOMO. This is, I think, when things slightly had started to open back up. But like, okay, not even just FOMO in COVID. Let's just go back to like normal world for a second. Yeah, I think it's just like heightened during this. But yeah, yeah. But what? So would you have said that you would have been someone who suffered with FOMO? Pre-COVID now, normal life. Um, well, I think everyone does. Well, in fact, I actually did a poll. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but now I think I'm slightly different in that it's not so much the fear of missing out that gets me. Yeah. But it's the fear of being left out. So it's not like, oh, I wish I could have loads of fun. Yeah. But it's like, oh, there's everyone having fun and I wasn't invited. That literally destroys me. Is that not the same thing, though? So, okay, so... Like, let's just actually... let Okay, the definition of FOMO is anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may be currently happening elsewhere, often aroused by posting on social media. But that's not really what's happening. You're saying you're not, you're not really regretting the experience of it. It's the not, not being wanted element that gets yeah, you. Yeah, it's not... It's like, it's not like, oh, I wish I was just oh, in see, that pub having that point. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, oh... Why are all the work people out without me? Or like, oh, why is Roe and Lana and Ellie out without me? Or like, yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. it's more of a, it doesn't matter what people are doing. It's like, why wasn't I invited? But that's my own therapy thing. Yeah, but no, I understand that. I definitely feel like as I've gotten older, like that element of, because I mean, you're always going to be leaving something out of some, like you, we've quite a big friend group. And I do feel like, yeah, I've kind of almost gotten used to like, if there's a small group of people hanging out, I'm like, your mic is over here like oh, sorry yeah sorry you just made us per- but what i mean like, is yeah i do i that element of course that's going to be an element of why didn't they invite me but i do feel like i've gotten slightly better at that as i've gotten older <laughs> five years ago now i'd have been torn up like if there was a group like you and a few mates hanging out I'd be like why wasn't it about it but now i'm kind of like oh, fuck it i do like everyone does things a better woman than i am but i would be very upset about the exp- i've lost out on an, like an experience like they're all having a great time and i don't i haven't like, had that great what time. would what would that be? Let's say, uh, like, anything. A weekend away, a night out, a meal. I'm like, God, that, that'll be a great memory. That'll be an like, experience of it. I'm like, oh. So would you say that you more get FOMO with, like... So so I would... Uh, like, so as we talk about, I'd more get FOMO if I saw, like, my friends out Your close doing friends, uh, yeah. But I couldn't give a shit if someone who I happen to just follow on Instagram who I've talked to twice is doing something cool. I'm like, I don't care. Oh, no, I get that too. I do, I do suffer from that. So, yeah, so you get it even if it's someone just random because it's yeah. more about the experience yeah and not yeah. as probably not as much but like no yeah well, I, no, I'm just fo- curious I'm just trying to suss it out I'm like, like, I'm like is that still FOMO 
because you're not missing out yeah i guess you're you're feeling like you're missing out on something like for example if i saw someone i didn't know a, whoever let's say a travel influencer and they're they've taken a sabbatical and they're going traveling for six months so if i'd be like oh god oh you know that would stir an emotion okay, in me get you. definitely yeah I get you. or if, so that's more of a comparison though almost. yeah that's what I, that's yeah. what i'm wondering is it fomo or i don't know i think we're getting to, i think fomo is just a makey uppy word <laughs> fear of missing out yeah but like as in i think I it can relate to i think it encompasses what you're saying and what i'm saying yeah um yeah and look i know we've talked about this before but it's just like just so exacerbated by social media and in particular instagram stories <laughs> and uh, literally isn't Instagram's- it so funny how like like we all have taken those instagram stories where it's not as it seems like it's you you set up a shot like literally you know this and yet there's some sort of primal thing that you you still can't separate out so like let's take um for example let's say you're out and i see your instagram stories and it looks like you're having a fab night i'm sure there's been cases where the next day you were like oh my god actually two of the girls had a massive fight i'm like and, and do you ever so, get that comfort when you sorry this sounds so like, everyone, oh, it was actually shit and like, you're like oh yes which is terrible but like terrible to admit but you know if you're like if your friends were on a night out and you didn't go and then you're watching them for fuck's sake and the next day you're that wasn't great you're like <laughs> brilliant <laughs> yeah but isn't it just funny that so it but it, but if it's not someone close to you so it's the experience that you're having where you can get like that with let's say a travel blog whatever, or whatever yeah. isn't it sorry i'm quite burpy i just had oh, a ginger beer jesus but isn't it funny that like so knowing all this and how everything is set up and curated still you get still get the FOMO of some hon who's at the Grand Canyon in a VW bus it's like <laughs> well how much does that cost and like the like, reality of it yeah now I wouldn't yeah it depends on the situation obviously I don't get it for everything I see but um, like a perfect example of that is like I mean let's say I went out to a bar for the first time on Saturday there um, and like we took the boomerang and we had a lovely time with great crack <laughs> And we took the boomerang. And we took the cheersing boomerang. You know yourself, girlies. We took, we cheers. Yeah. But, um, you know, afterwards we were all kind of like, God, yeah, you know, it's a bit freaky. I didn't really feel that safe in the pub. Like they, they handed us menus. They did that. They did this, you know. And you're kind of thinking, we're dissecting the night ourselves. And like yeah. a lovely time. But I think we all felt like, ah, I think it's too soon to go back to pubs, actually. They're not the same. Yeah. That was our, my, that, my, the next day, my thought was lovely to see the girls, but I could have just hung out them inside. Yeah, say. in a gaff. Definitely. Um, but, uh, other people like a few people say oh and you went to the bar god you remember brilliant and like you could see the people were kind of like i think that's an added layer of complication at the moment but you could see they were like oh wow you went out brilliant and then but i'm like wasn't that great like no but isn't it funny like i went to my first pub yesterday just literally did some shopping and went for a pint yesterday afternoon and i commented on it yeah no and a couple of people were like well how was it yeah like as in everyone's just like what's the sus yeah i was like scrand yeah we sat outside no there like scrand and it was a hundred percent fomo that made me book a table at that bar, bar by the way because i saw people the week before all posting um out drinking on like set william street or whatever and i was like oh yeah no i should just cop i should just do it like because i was hesitant but why it's see this is what worries me like a kind of the general consensus from people is that everyone is much better off everyone was much more mentally uh well when they knew no one was doing anything else i know yeah like isn't it so mad that that now we're going back into it we have this newfound awareness around it and yet it's still happening absolutely like there's no talk of okay well how do i change my behavior and bring these new things i've learned into post-covid life it's now 
it's like I don't know it's everyone's fallen for it again I do think though I agree everyone's fallen for it again and, and, and I was like it's just hard like but I do think we're at a point where um we're just coming out of lockdown so it's a bit heightened and maybe everyone's just like a bit giddy to get back to certain things and I'm hoping that like maybe things will settle down again and people will be able to think about what they learned from lockdown. I feel like just because we're literally coming out of it right now, people are like, ugh. I, you know? I think loads of people are going out and they actually don't want to. Yeah, you're probably right in that. Like as in, okay, well, this is, this is everyone else is doing it, so this is Absolutely, the, the yeah, grand material, like... Yeah, but, that, and that's what, but that's literally what encouraged me to do it, Jane, to go out. So that's exactly, exactly what happened to yeah. me. Um, as I said, we saw... Jeez, I don't know what that was. It's Frankie's Frankie sneeze. Frankie sneeze. As I said, we saw the... Oh, he needs to go to the toilet. Do you want to pause? Okay, we'll pause. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. Frankie there needed to do we, and <laughs> he was on the verge of riling up. Yeah, so we yeah. said we'd cut it out quick, get him to his pit a little. Um, Sorry if we took you out of the zone there. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I think that, yeah, we're all like, I love this non-FOMO stuff, and I feel like I was brought back in, right back into it, um, and maybe went to the pub when I actually, to be to be fair wasn't even dying because public i can't drink guinness and to be, i don't really like any drinks in, in pubs like i'm not you know i'm you like an aperol but like yeah but i can make 12 quid like, yeah i know like it was actually had 12 quid i know and like it, it can't go then i can't go anywhere do you yeah. know what i mean that's the feeling i get it's like the clothes early the music's on but you can't dance that's the thing then i can't go anywhere just, that's what i felt it's like it's kind of like a still a fault sense of, of like normality that like i and anyway i'm, I'm glad i went because i actually realized i don't really want to go and like i said i said to dave when i came home i was like i just can we just have a weekend where like we don't make loads of plans next weekend and he was yeah. like yeah that's well that's the thing well that's good so you're obviously taking a part of COVID oh, life into yeah but it's been so busy i don't know about you like but i feel like the last three weeks four weekends since like the since it started lifting yeah as i said it's like people feel like they can now mm-hmm. so they will when you don't have to you know but that's what makes it worse the fomo recipient is in a worse place because they haven't done anything for three months there's this added layer of pressure and this outer layer of like guilt or whatever you want to call it or anxiety because you're like I've spent three months not doing things and now I'm, I'm not doing more it again. scared of I'm more scared of losing connection with people okay. like for me I'm not like oh, I need to do all these things but I'm like well if I say no to the next couple of things they might not invite me to the next thing right that's my kind of train of thought with it mm-hmm. so I'm like oh so I should start getting back into the swing of things and it's a shame because and I think a lot of people probably feel like that yeah Cause, like it's hard to just suddenly get back into it now I feel it's like hard. even socially it's hard like it just get back into that fast conversation with a group of people exactly and yeah. it's okay to be like maybe take a step back yeah. but yeah for me I have that fear of like oh well if I don't go then people are just gonna think I'm never gonna ever want to go out and stop inviting me to things of course that would never happen and logical brain yeah I'm I'm more thinking you know that like child inside yeah. of you of course um and I think that's where all of this is coming from it's that child inside of you it's like I want that but how yeah but it's you yeah, want something you can't have like absolutely but it's so it's sad thing that you'd force yourself to go something because you feel like that they wouldn't invite you the next time again you know and it's um is it sad I think it's probably quite common I think it's definitely common like, and but like I think going to something you don't want to go to though do you know what I mean um well I mean it wouldn't be like that I don't want to go to it but if it's like oh I'd I'd rather yeah. like I'm not feeling great but 
I should go type yeah. thing. Yeah. But um but no, it's not so much the negativity around like I'm doing something I don't want to do. Yeah. But it's oh, I was gonna say something quite poignant there. Oh, it's gone forever. Oh, no. I lost my train of thought because you said something. And Sorry. Then... Anyway, the point is, yeah, no, it's not about like feeling like I have to do something, but it's about losing those connections. I hear you. Um, and yeah, I don't know. And I think that it's actually quite common for a lot of people, but I think for a lot of people where it can, oh, that's what I was going to say. I think how that manifests in a lot of people as well is I'm lucky in that it's, it's in a quite healthy way almost mm-hmm. because it's with friends that I value and care about. But I think people can, that can manifest in a way of people who stay connected to certain groups yeah. who um, are bad for them or certain people yeah. that are bad for them because they need that connection or that connection's always been there okay, so yeah. they don't know anything else. Um, Whereas with you, like it's with, as you say, it's with a close group of friends that realistically, if you push yourself to go, you'd have a great time probably. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just that, you know, we all have situations where I, go, I don't want to go, or I feel this, I feel that. But then when you go and if it's a close group of friends, obviously you're going to have a good uh, time. That's all my thing. And like, I'm, that's like this weird compulsion I have. It's attachment theory. Someone said, attachment theory. Someone said one of, we put out a call out for episodes and someone said do one on attachment theory and I was not lying when I said a lot of the- I had a lot of feelings around attachment theory so attachment theory this is the thing that like everyone has an attachment style same thing yeah okay so it's like um for me now look this is very black and white but it's like I uh, and look it's very much tied into like losing my mum at a young age yeah, and stuff but yeah. if I let go completely they're never coming back you know wow so it's like that's why I get so fucking like when I think I'm losing contact with people, I get so, it really hits me. But yeah. a lot of people are different. So there's like, I mean, I think we should do a whole episode on that and we should yeah. probably get a therapist on to talk about it because it is fascinating. I'd love to know what mine is. But like, I definitely... Well, you I, learn that in therapy and you probably yeah. already know, you just don't, like everything comes down to our attachment style and how we were, how we were nurtured by our parents. Mm. And like there's, look up on YouTube, there's, um, I think it's called the strange experiment mm. and they basically get children and put them in a room and also put a stranger in the room and, and the, their mother and a stranger. And it's like, well, how quick is the child to leave and go say hi to the stranger type thing? Wow. Um, and some kids will like look at their mum but kind of walk cautiously. Some will get freaked out, run back to their mum. Some are all brazen and just like waltz right up to the new person. It's really fascinating. But anyway, long story short... I don't know how we got into that thing, but that's 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 me. But but no, I know, and I know. I don't mean to say that you're that feeling of losing touch is unusual. I don't think it is. It's really common. I do, I absolutely get that too. Um, obviously, your sounds like it's a bit more <laughs> maybe conscious that you're like you're more aware of it. Well, because um, I've done a lot of work on exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, I'm sure that's the reason why. Like you know, okay. Even sorry, we're going on a slightly different topic here, but sure, that's the joy of conversation. This is. Um, <laughs> That's the joy of conversation, conversation in general. <laughs> but like even, right, I could make a decision that like, and I have done this, like I do not want to be friends with this person anymore. Let's say like this person's not good for me. I still have anxiety about fully letting that person go. And it could be multiple people. I think we all have those people that we just lost touch with. And it's like, oh, I should text her now about this. I should do this. I should send the card. I should wish to have a birthday. And you're like, why? Like, but it's, it, it's, it's that. It's like, yeah, but don't, like thing is don't say why with judgment yeah say hmm, why is why that with curiosity don't be like why are you doing that that's stupid yeah, but actually yeah. be like why is that yeah lean into that because yeah. clearly there's something going on yeah not, not not a good or a bad thing but it's just something's going on and i'd say most people subconsciously in a, in a fomo bringing it back to fomo situation it is like a combination of that looks like a fun thing i want to do a fun thing and experience it but also 
why they're having fun without me because we're all narcissistic so yeah like, you know that's we're all you know why am i having that much fun why didn't they bite me why am i the bell of the ball why are they not fun without me <laughs> exactly yeah yeah they don't miss me at all and and someone said to me i say uh well comparison is tea for joy which is absolutely like we all that, know yeah. that um but that's where social media comes into it it's just it's um it's a fucking killer it's a killer it's mental like i could be like you know and i, I do think i've gotten better at it like when i would decide i want to don't want to do something i think i'm actually kind of happier in my decision but still i'm like if i've said no i'm gonna stay in i'm gonna go here i'm gonna go there and then you see everyone on, on instagram at the thing you said you can go to like this does it'd be very hard for some to not feel anything about that to just be like grand i'm delighted having fun yeah i think it takes a lot well because like you forget that that's what social media is that is literally the function of social media it's to like peacock and show off your best self and stuff so that's literally the function and isn't it so funny like how fucking narcissistic and almost sociopathic are we all yeah to get joy out of other people's like it's literally it's a very negative place it's not people being like yeah you go girl yeah it's like you get the joy out of people being wishing they could be you or wishing that they could like we're all guilty of it as well like showing off yeah we're so fucking narcissistic and and sociopathic so literally like the flip so that's a very strong word but literally the flip side of this is us being like yeah you know you see everyone's bits and blah 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 and you know that it's not real and you feel like shit but we equally do it mm-hmm. and we equally make people feel like shit and that is literally we know that we're doing that yeah why do we do it like even like let's say hypothetically you had a friend who was sick and couldn't join on a night out yeah like maybe you you think that you might be like you know what we shouldn't really let's just not post much because you know jane can't come she's sick roshin is can't come or something or she whatever that just never happens <laughs> no but the, and, and and it would drive people they'd be like i can't i can't do the i can't post about it you yeah. know people would be irritated by that it's mad isn't it and just that concept is mad it's mad it's fucking mad we got an um an instagram message i want to read out because i thought it was very well put i won't say her name i don't think she cares but I, anyway just in case yeah go on she said fomo rant i really have to keep it in check i found that i was getting zoom quiz fomo okay that's can i just mention that for a second even over lockdown there were certain elements of fomo that did creep through like i actually really didn't 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 enjoy zoom quizzes jane i'm not gonna say it i thought you did did you not no <laughs> i thought you loved zoom quizzes i only did two i only did two a handful no because that time i won and no one believed me oh yeah <laughs> i was like well this isn't fun we thought you cheated because you did so well i was like how did you know that that's classic <laughs> do you jane. know me at all though? i know but it was just i was like it was you did too well jane yeah but anyway i was like just seeing people and their zoom quiz i was like okay i should do zoom quiz it was pure fomo i didn't want to do zoom quizzes. no they weren't fun <laughs> they weren't fun you can't hear anything how often would we go to pub quizzes why Never. don't we just do them on zoom like some groups are mad into pub quizzes so they probably loved the zoom quizzes we never have gone to but why did it become a universal thing that everyone does anyway look, anyway that's that was on. a perfect example of fomo uh influencing everyone's fucking behavior um she said yeah so she was just getting yeah she's getting talking about the quizzes whatever then she goes there's a lovely sweet spot in the middle of lockdown she said that was the beginning of lockdown lovely sweet spot in the middle of lockdown her fomo was non-existent i agree the zoom chat stopped the baking stopped the pics of all the best things you were doing stopped yeah and it was that was she said that was bliss and i agree i actually agree um and it was very living day by day and then it came in crashing back down as lockdown eased especially as my family and closest friends live outside dublin so i couldn't see talking very fast sorry basically she said it came crashing back as lockdown eased and she yeah. has some following tips 
She said, avoid Instagram at weekends. That's a great tip. Sometimes I just take it off my phone to the yeah. weekend. Um, reminding myself why I'm choosing to stay away from people and being picky about those I do see. I don't want to get sick or make others sick. Yeah, you have to keep remembering that we are still, you know, yeah. in the middle of a pand- pandemic and making fun plans with my boyfriend and dog, even just a hike or a movie night. Lovely. Um, the Instagram one, look, we're obsessed with the app that's making us feel shit. It's like, like... The it's double-edged sword. The double-edged sword. Uh, I'm just want to see, because I know you put up a story of uh, how many people actually experience FOMO, so... The answer to that is weird. Natural Cycles app ad just came up on my. There you go. There you go. Oh, did we talk about this in this, in this episode? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, I thought <laughs> I, I thought it was off. Ten minutes ago, I thought it was no, off. Off, off mic. Um. Oh, so, oh, actually, only sixty two percent said yes, and thirty eight percent said no. To what? Oh, did you get FOMO regularly? Fair fucks those thirty eight percent. Well done. What's your secret? They must just be so happy in their own decisions <laughs> um well unless like they might be a little bit older a little bit more self-assured i don't know i would love to see the age demographic like yeah because i feel like you do get more sure of yourself as you get older um some people said like a girl commented saying i used to get it really bad now i couldn't care less i do what i feel is right for me Legend. nice nice someone said freaked that i don't have fomo Am I old now? What's happening exactly? No, yeah. Jane, you know what has started happening to me though? Usually FOMO was very around nights out. And I, like, if I don't want to go night out now, I'm usually ha- very happy with my decision. Even if people are posting yeah. pics, I'll be like, oh, that looks fun. But I'm like, sometimes I'm smug that I'm not out. Do you know? Yeah, fair enough. I can't remember because that was months ago. It depends what, yeah, I know. It's hard to actually put yourself back there. It depends what the night was or like, you know, when like you decide not to go out and then it turns out it starts lashing rain or something yeah. or like it's freezing out or something. Love that. Someone said, um, guilty of agreeing to plans out of sheer obligation these days. Take me back to my COVID bubble. Yeah. I feel you. I feel well, you that. Know what I, you know what I keep remembering about the COVID bubble, Jane? What? Is that, right, it's very easy for us now to look back on March and April and May and be like, oh, the COVID bubble, the COVID bubble. Because we know now that it didn't get as bad as we thought it was going to get. Right. Now, I, I'm, some people have had people who've died close to them. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying we're very privileged in that, like, we haven't had anyone really sick or die close to us. But you have to remember, in March, April and May, we were still very worried and anxious. We didn't know who was going to get it, who was going to die, yep. what was going to happen with our jobs. So I think, <coughs> I think because I am the same, I'm like, oh, the COVID bubble was amazing. And I was like, well, actually, no, we were really stressed and really worried. It wasn't as chill as we thought it was. It's easy no. to look back. Yeah, it was very stressful. Now, we were very lucky that we were both kind of okay with our jobs. We didn't lose our jobs yeah. and we still had an income and both of our partners were struggling, but whatever, we were grand. Um, but I think it's, like we're saying, like take us back to the COVID bubble. Yes, it was very stressful, but there was a sweet spot for sure. Absolutely, yeah. But also, I'd like to put the question out there to like, why do we need a COVID bubble to be able to be kinder to ourselves? Do we actually genuinely want to do? Like, you don't need a lockdown to be able to bring yourself back to those feelings and and how you treated yourself and other yeah. people and stuff. So, I mean, I was I was giving out today to my therapist to drink. But I was like, oh, I just, I just love to live in Dunleary. She was like, well, you have a bike. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, are you giving out to me? She was like, I'm not being smart, but you have a bike. Like, I what mean. What do you mean? Isn't you can go to Dunleary? Like, don't get into the mindset of like, oh, if only I had this, I could do this. Yeah, yeah. If only yeah. I had this, I could do this. It's like, yeah. well, you have a bike. You can go to the sea if you want. Yeah, yeah, totally. So in the same way, it's like, well, 
if only it was back in the bubble like I'd have more time to do whatever it's like no you can make that time for yourself you can get back in that bubble you can get back you can say no to shit you don't want to do you can you know you can choose to not feel that FOMO you, you can, can stay within your five kilometers you can you and know you're complaining about not having enough time we all have enough time we're just not using it wisely yeah so that's all I'm gonna say um I'm an sorry this is another message I'm an introvert I call it FOGO fear of going out happy to stay in forever Andrea's the exact same you know really? Andrea oh Andrea is such an introvert is she yeah well I mean it depends you get her in a mood around new people she can be very quiet and very yeah awkward but then if she gets to know you, she'll be fucking... Yeah, because I guess... Out I the see, door. Yeah, because she's so chatty. I would... That's, yeah, I guess I but, can't remember what she was like. But she is so happy to just really? do nothing all day. She's, so, she's like, it's great. I don't need to hug people. It's like fab. She's happy as a pig and shite. Well, look, I mean, she she has been seeing the odd mate and stuff. But, yeah, she, yeah. but like, it wouldn't affect her as much as it would affect oh, us. Oh, there's like. some people, like, a cousin of mine was saying, oh, she's, again, introverted, and she said she just... It, like yeah. loved loved it not having to see anyone She's anyone brilliant and some people just love that like, I like I don't know it. what I am I don't think I'm an extrovert but I'm see, I'm probably somewhere in the middle I social butterflies what Gemini that's what that is both sides and very yeah oh because like, you're a flip flopper yeah and I'm social ah, Gemini's are that. very social but I also do like to not be social as well though Gemini's are so I'm Pisces I'm uh, sensitive and creative <laughs> accurate yeah. Yeah, no, um, Geminis are usually. It's also, but I'm now getting mixed up between my colour profile as well. Ah, it's all shite. Ah, it's all <laughs> all shite. shite. Um, okay, I'm going to read a few more of these. Um, gil- oh, guilty of agreeing to plans out of sheer obligation these days. I literally Take just read that one. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know we talked about natural cycles. I didn't even know we read it there. Yeah, I've mad. got one. I've got one. Jomo. Life is too busy. A rat race. For the first time at age 26, I have my evenings to myself. I think Jomo is the joy of missing out. Yeah. Um, Nature Girl said, enjoying going on my going at my own pace. Don't need, don't really need excuses to say no to things now. Fair play. Fair play. Um, yeah, here you go. Was totally fine holding off on going out slash keeping distance until the Insta story started. I was the same. I was like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not down to go back. Of course, I had to have a drink outside. But then, literally, I'm so rubber arm or malleable that like I see a few Instagram stories and I'm like, will I book a table? In the no, pub? but that's everyone. And it's, it's this, it's, it's, it's a mob mentality is what it is. It's just madness. It's madness. And I genuinely get, for me, a big issue for me is guilt about saying no to things. Okay. Like if somebody says, "Do you want to hang out at the weekend?" If I don't want to, I'll find it very. I'll find it. Re- I'll just feel really, really bad. And would you? Would you do it anyway? Not often. I'd often <laughs> just go and see them. No, that's what I mean. Oh, would yeah. you? Would you go anyway? Yeah, and I'd, just see that. And how do you feel after that? I mean, it's, uh, same as you. Like, obviously, a lot of the things are. Jeez, the birds go mad. Often, I don't have many acquaintances. Like, I have lots of really good friends. Like, I'm not hanging out with people that I don't. I don't like, of course. But um, of course, you meet them and you're nice. But like. You're nice. It's nice, but sometimes you just wanted that time to yourself. Yeah, I never. I don't regret it though. You know what I mean. So it's kind of yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. I guess it is different. I, I often. Well, I used to often fall into the trap of having to meet up a new acquaintance, but not so much anymore. There you go. Maybe yeah. that's something. Well, it's. I think burn the bridges. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of getting older, though. Yeah, clear out the old closet, like. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, I did see a, a nice little article, and it's from an online website. Jigsaw online. I couldn't tell you what they actually do. 
Jigsaw is a Jigsaw the Mental Health Charity. Yeah, I was going to say to young people's mental health. It's a very big charity, bro. Jigsaw. Jigsaw, Youth Mental Health. Jigsaw Online. Oh, Jigsaw Online is just the name of their website. I think so, yeah. I don't know, lads. By Jigsaw's Young People's Health in Mind. Cute. No, I can't say that that rings a bell to me. Really? I actually applied for a job there years ago. I can't say that rings a bell. They're based on Pierce Street. Anyway, Jane, they did a whole article on FOMO's lockdown ends. Um, What's going on? Give us the highlights. Okay, so, yeah, it's basically saying with fa- when the phase return to normality, with the phased return to normality, the return of FOMO is in- inevitable. The lowering of restrictions and our return to social activities brings a lot of uncertainty. Um, and how we return to our social lives is going to be different for everyone. Your mouth is nowhere near the mic. It's going to be different for everyone. <laughs> um, but anyway, so then they just kind of describe what FOMO is. But they give some advice on dealing with FOMO. So we're all in this together, but we can only make choices for ourselves and do what makes you and those you live with feel safe and protective, protected, protected. If you're feeling pressure to be more social, recognize this is coming from. That's exactly what Jane was saying at the beginning. Like, where, what is this? Yeah. So to actually think about, you know, do I want to go? And why do, you know, where is that feeling come from is really important. Um, it could be comments from a mate or a snap you've seen on your social feed. Um, and social pressure often happens online. Um, da, 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 and just our friends should respect our decisions. Um, oh, it's cute. Maybe go for a walk and talk by calling friends for some company on your solo walk. That's cute. That's cute. Um, and there's a huge, a really important thing is just you may feel that others aren't including you in their catch up or reunions, um, and this can be hurtful and often, but often is related on to the it. ball jigsaw. Yeah, there's loads more. Sorry, I'm only I'm only skimming. It's yeah. I thought it was a really good article. This can be hurtful, but is often related to a breakdown in communication. Um, so look, a mis- yeah, you miscommunication in some way that whatever you thought the person wasn't available or la la la. It can feel awkward to reach out and reconnect with others after such a long time in isolation. Um, don't rely on others to make the first move. If it feels difficult to reach out, it might be helpful to acknowledge this with other people. You won't be the only one finding it strange. Um, yeah, and then they have like live group chats facilitated by a jigsaw clinician where you can talk about FOMO with them. I was like, this is brilliant. That's lovely. Jigsaw, um, fair fucks to you. They, they do also, a lot of great work. Yeah, and they also said all too often we forget that social media only shows a snapshot of the full picture. Anyway, you can check that out on their website, but they also just say like get off social media as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd recommend that if you're feeling really anxious. Yeah, I might uh, get rid of Insta now this weekend. Yeah. I, I don't know why I wouldn't just get rid of it now though. <laughs> I know I'm off for the week it's an addiction Jane it is it's actually an addiction but the thing is like I could go all day without even really checking it but it's when I'm not doing anything else ah yeah when yeah I know what you mean when you're in work you might be like oh I haven't checked oh I wouldn't like I like I've got my I have a 15 minute um alert on for when I'm I'm but most of the time I don't even reach it um so I do want to okay we (laughs) okay I wanted to bring up a completely different topic at the end. Um, do you have anything else to say in FOMO before I segue majorly into a different topic? No, I think we're good. Why? What's the other topic? So, sorry for that terrible segue. Um, Wait, so, hold on. Let's actually wrap it up in a bit. Yeah, okay, let's wrap okay. it up. So anyway, moral of the story is, we're all feeling the same way. I mean, Rose just said it. Read that Jigsaw article. Whatever feeling you're having, I think in life, ask where it's coming from. Always be curious about yourself. Uh, and three social media is not reality it's not fucking reality and also just be sound to everyone and 
yeah communication is key I and think. actually we have the best excuse not to do things if you don't want to do them now you can just say i don't feel i don't i don't feel ready COVID. to go back out covid like literally it's so COVID. if you don't want to do something you actually nobody can say if you say i don't want to go to that bar of course everyone's gonna be like grand covid you know so yeah just all mind mind each other um yeah so completely separate topic um I actually don't even know what episode, if it was a shy talk or a main channel episode, I, I used this, I guess, phrase in. Um, but a lovely listener did message me to say that I said something that she thought was, you know, she was just kind of educating me was on something I said. Yeah, a racial slur. Um, so in one of our recent episodes, I said I referenced knacker drinking. Um, this is a term I've used many times, like all the time. And I... I've, I said back to her, I was like, thank you so much for, for saying that because I have never even thought about it. And I know that sounds terrible, so but I'm just being she, honest here. So basically a listener sent us in a message to basically point out why we cannot use that phrase. And yeah. I think one, I think it's incredible because these are the conversations that we need to have. And we're, as we said in our episode that we did a couple of weeks ago around the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff, we, I think the most important thing you can be is open to education and changing your habits. Mm-hmm. Neither Miro or Perfect, I'd say there's an awful lot of people out there who would use this phrase or use something similar. Um, uh, I didn't really think because we were thinking in like a, a racial kind of um, scenario, the traveling community is something that I, I haven't really thought mm-hmm. of, like words that we would use and how it relates to the traveling community. So um anyway i just this was yeah. really enlightening and thank you so much yeah. for messaging in because i think it's really helpful and i think that um yeah you just need to be open to the education yeah. and it got me thinking about all other words you've used that are that are definitely would be considered racial slurs well because you don't community. know the the history of it yeah so for example so um she sent me on a, a tweet for reference and it was from um cindy joyce and she said knacker drinking is a racial slur referring to drinking outside Minchery, I hope I'm saying that word right in Irish, are refused service in many bars across Ireland and often don't have any other choice but to have a drink outside because of racism. So please don't use that slur when referring to drinking outside. And I was like, wow, like I never even occurred to where it came from. No. Um Yeah, it's, it's Dr. Cindy Joyce, by the way. She's a human rights defender. Yeah. Indigenous Min Min I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think so. And you're a girl going on. Yeah, I mean I think always I think those kind of things it's it's just been a part of our vernacular forever so mm-hmm. you don't question it but there's so many things that like and I know this sounds like I almost don't want to say it now because I know what it means but how often do you say the word spa you know what I mean god like I do, so do I. or at least I did up until recently and I kind of actually thought about it yeah, and you know, I've I have a brother who's autistic, and I'm like, and I still would say because spa, spa stands is shorthand for spastic, spastic which is like a person with disabilities or, disability, or mental yeah. mental disabilities yeah. or learning difficulties. But even when you learn about these words, like even faggot, yeah, that so I only learned this yesterday. That is a bundle of sticks. Yeah, a bundle of sticks is cumbersome and annoying, and it was actually used against women. So, so women, if like the, the back in I don't know what decade this was, but back they would say like, "Oh, your woman's a faggot," like your wife's a faggot. So then so they would then call it, gay men. Yeah. Okay, I get you. So it was, it was used actually against women because like your your wife's so cumbersome, she's so annoying. But then any kind of effeminate man, they were like, "Oh, you're a faggot." faggot. Exactly, and I was like, "Wow, I had no idea where that came from." Isn't it funny? Because I think 
like I've had this conversation with people before, but it's like homophobia um, is also kind of a form of sexism as well, because it's kind of saying that, you know, being in touch with your feminine side mm. is like absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous and like you're not a man and it's like well what's wrong with being a woman yeah what's wrong with being feminine yeah you know exactly. it's, it's so it's so many layers of like yeah, so many layers but yeah so there, there were there are things that i i would never have really thought twice about saying so um sorry and thank you for messaging in yeah absolutely every day is school day and as we said with his own point i was coming on the podcast doing a whole episode on racism and saying we want to learn and then having not even looking at our own behaviors and things we've said so yeah i really appreciate it and if we say any other shit that offends people please let us know please let us know um always be open yeah. to learning and the thing is me like me and jane sitting here as jane didn't even realize if we talked about something that was recorded or not just there which shows the very casual nature of our conversation yeah so just also to caveat that of course we say things you know that we are we're, we're not scripted here we're just having a chat so of course things sometimes come out that maybe you know we're like shit <laughs> yeah but i think like but these this we're not just doing this for the podcast like i yeah. mean these are the things that even if it was in normal life yeah, if we totally. were sitting around a table and someone said actually don't say knacker drinking yeah i'd be like whoa i'd be like oh my god i didn't realize yeah, that yeah. so exactly, yeah yeah so you know nothing we ever say is just for the sake of the pod. performative as they say um yeah really means a lot actually yeah 100 percent um, um okay that's all thanks, thanks so much i feel like that was a mixed bag of a lot of different things we did touch on a lot it's kind of shy talky yeah. speaking of shy talk if you want to join ding. the crew for about six euro a month we keep saying six it's not even six six dollars six dollars so less than six euro they charge in dollars yeah uh we'd love for you to join us over on our patreon uh two extra episodes a month it's great crack it's casual it's chill it's kind of like this but yeah we cover everything yep. really uh we'd love to have you over there if you yeah if, if you, you fancy can. it if you fancy and it. if you can't please um give us a review tell your mates we're always appreciated we always appreciate it should i say share in the stories you've stopped doing that recently please, please do, do it again it. it's really it really really helps yeah it really so helps if you're listening take a screenshot post it up to your instagram stories tag us we'd love that yeah, it really helps. We love that. We, we love that. that. We love that. Okay. Okay. Thanks Bye. for listening. Enjoy the scene music.